0: It's Scotty here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. It's another edition of the Ute Preview Show, counting you down to Utah in action coming up later on this week as the Utes get the win against Oregon State and uh, look ahead to this one. Uh, Frank, when you see this Utah team and you see where they're at and you see the fact there's not a lot to play for, um, do you – do You work in some guys into the lineup a little bit more? Do you just play this game like you normally would? I mean, it's just I just don't know. There's no bowl game. It's a funky season. I almost want to treat it like a uh, expanded spring season for crying out loud. It's just there's just not a lot of uh, motivation here. It's it's a rebuilding year for sure. I don't
1: think you could. I don't think you want to risk sending the message to the team that this is a throwaway year. Yeah. Like, there still has to be the messaging that this we are working towards something. We are working to whatever it is. Improve. Uh, win every week. You know, win this week. I, whatever it is. I, t- to me, um, I would like to see some players get an opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> Although you know are you going to give there's not another freshman to throw in a defensive back they're already out there <laughs> already out there that's but true. i w- you know would you like to see drew lisk throw the ball around a little bit sure i think you have to manage that correctly because you don't want to indicate indicate to the team that this is a throwaway year That this year doesn't mean anything because that's not true and and utah could really benefit from this experience you have you have a defense full of guys who are still trying to figure out how to play four full quarters of football you have a team that's trying to to learn how once you have a lead to extend that lead and eliminate the the opponent and those are lessons that you can't learn on the practice field or by shifting a bunch of people around I mean you really have an opportunity to gain some invaluable experience through the the rest of this football season which is you know probably just two more games so yes I would like to see other guys have an opportunity to play and gain some of that experience and but I don't want this to feel like just a a throwaway year. Yeah. Because it be, But it, it's just such a strange year, like you said. It's, <laughs> who, who knows how, to, how this thing is managed correctly? Although, then I look across the college landscape, I don't want to get off on a tangent here, but Alabama's going to play like 11 games this year, right? Yeah. BYU's going to end up playing 11 games this year. There's teams across the country... That have played a significant number of games this year. So every, saying,
2: a, every high school team in the state will have played more than, than the, the Utah.
1: Than the University of Utah. So, the way, say, saying that this has been a weird year, yeah, it's been a weird year. There are conferences, there are organizations that have managed it way better than the organization managing the conference in which Utah participates. I don't think they've managed it at all very well.
0: I'm wondering if there's any fallout. Uh, I don't think Larry Scott's a particularly po- or a popular man amongst the conference right now. I wouldn't think so.
2: He gets pass after pass. Didn't I Didn't they just extend him? Oh, man. Scotty, didn't you announce, or didn't you see something where they'd, Had extended Larry Scott or or no? Uh,
0: Not recently. Okay. Um, He got one, I think I want to say a year or two ago. But I think there's some that believe, and John Wilner speculated, that his time could be coming to an end here in the near future. As AD, not on the earth. (laughs) Wow. I just want (laughs) to clarify there. Good clarification. Yeah.
1: How about this uh, how about this rushing attack? I know we have a short segment here and maybe we'll get into this more in the next segment, but how about the rushing attack for Colorado under the leadership of Coach Terrell, who I really liked when he was at UCLA, but felt like he somehow lost his team and now I don't know, this new culture at at Colorado is this an anomaly in this strange mm-hmm. year? in undefeated Colorado, or
0: is he the right guy at the right time for this job? Well, you got uh, – and Hans and I talked about this earlier in the show before you got here. You got Broussard, who's averaging, you know, 183 yards a game. He had 300 yeah. last week and uh, had uh, 187 in the opener against UCLA, 121 against Stanford, 124 against San Diego State, and then that big one against Arizona. He's fantastic.
1: Yeah. And – and Colorado is leading the conference right now in rushing yards per game. I I really like what they're doing. I think that's a team that's kind of embraced the here's what we have, here's the talent we have available and we're just this is what we're going to do. We're going to go smash you up front, we're going to run the ball, we're going to control the the clock and all of those things. So I'm really excited about this matchup. I think this turns into, this could potentially be another of what I think are the great matchups in the Pac-12, Utah-Washington. It's smash mouth. It's always a battle at the line of scrimmage. It's, it's always a, a compelling game. Utah-Stanford, because I think Stanford plays a similar way. Good offensive, good defensive line play. Based in the ground attack, based in stopping the run. I think that feels like this type of matchup this weekend.
2: Like a 13-6 game
1: or yeah. something like that? Yeah, 17-14 is the number I'm throwing out there. I haven't put yeah. a name on who's going to get the 17 and who's going to get the 14.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. They, they've got two linebackers. Scotty talked about the, um, you know, what they can do in the run game, but I, I looked at the two linebackers. They've got Nate Landman. Had three sacks, three and a half tackles for a loss, and Carson Wells had a sack and four tackles for a loss against San Diego State. Uh, I focused more on the offensive side of the ball watching the Arizona film today, but I watched their defensive side of the ball against San Diego State, and those linebackers—they're—they're uh, they're nasty. They're good, and I think that this is just going to be a, a good old-fashioned, you know, throwing throwing heavy fists, good defense. Bad offensive moments where you're like, "What? Is, when the heck happened there?" You, you know. The other thing I mentioned to Scotty. This this Colorado quarterback, like, he'll just all of a sudden he'll just pull it. He'll tuck a ball, and even though he's six four or six five, he's a big, tall, six, lengthy.
1: Yeah, kid. Six, four, two twenty.
2: He'll pull the ball down and he'll run. Yeah, and he ran against Arizona. He probably had three twenty plus yard runs or 3 15 to 20 yard runs and one that was probably a 40 yard run. He he really played well and he's a he's a running threat.
1: Absolutely, no question about it. As I look across their defensive side hands, you know, Utah used to play almost exclusively the 4-3 concept and they've gone away from that quite a bit. Like they have it's a, it's mostly a 4-2 and then you have maybe a hybrid guy you know, kind of as your third linebacker, but more like an extra defensive back. This Colorado defense um, still plays kind of that old school 4-3 philosophy, and they're linebackers. I mean, there's not necessarily a defensive back in that group. These guys are all 235 pounds plus. They have a 250-pound linebacker, the guy you were talking about, Wells. And that's I'm I just am interested to see because that, that that lineup that front seven is going to make it potentially very difficult on Utah to run the football and they and Utah let's just be honest is going to have to run the
0: football to have some success on Saturday. Hands and Scotty 128. Uh, we're live here at Larry H Miller Used Car Supermarket.
2: Great cars, great selection. So many the options for you when you come into Larry H. Miller Used Car Supermarket. It doesn't matter what you're looking for. And I love representing Larry H. Miller Used Car Supermarket because I really do look at it as a way of being a responsible husband, a responsible father, a responsible son. You know, not going out there and just blowing your money on a used or a new car, but being conservative and saving it on a used vehicle or just being intelligent. And if you're looking for that BMW or that Lexus or Mercedes, you buy it with four or five thousand miles on it and you have somebody drive nine, twelve thousand dollars in depreciation off of it. I don't know why you would buy a new vehicle when you've got all these great options to buy used and you get the backing of Larry H. Miller, you get the backing of Travis Johnson, and you get amazing trade-in options. You realize on your trade in, nobody can beat your trade-in value. Go go get a Go get an estimate somewhere else and then bring it to Larry H. Miller Used Car Supermarket. They will beat that estimate. Nobody gives you more for your trade-in value because they need your car more than anybody. New car lots, they got their new cars and they don't have to worry about trade-ins. Larry H. Miller Used Car Supermarket. They need your car to continue to boost their inventory. So come in and see us. Larry H. Miller Used Car Supermarket. If you're looking to buy a new used car, there's one place that's lhmusedcars.com.
0: Hands and Scotty, this is 975 1280 the Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Let's go. The
3: big show. It's a big- with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott.
2: David Locke with us.
1: What's the biggest question about this Jazz team you're looking forward to being answered? We made the offensive paradigm shift last year and it worked. We were the number one offensive team after getting Jordan from December
3: 24th till the stoppage of play. Now we've added Favors with the hope of bringing back the number one defensive unit we had in the past. But Derek Favors was on the floor with Jay Crowder for virtually every minute of that season when Rudy Gobert was not on the floor. How
1: important was Jay Crowder and Ricky Rubio and those other players for that defense? That's the biggest question that i have it's not just sticking Derek favors back in that unit because the other players around him aren't as good defensively as the players that Derek favors was playing
3: with the big show weekdays from two to seven on 97.5 1280 the zone and the zone sports network
0: and Scotty here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Let's go. Uh, Frank Dolce with us. Your Ute preview show. You know that's not what it is. You know
1: that's not how it goes. Sorry.
0: My bad. Mm, 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 mm. Let's go. All right, with that, let's talk about this game. Big one against Colorado. Uh, Colorado's undefeated. They're getting a little grumpy because even if, as of right now, even if they do go undefeated, they'd look to be locked out of the conference (laughs) championship game.
2: That's ridiculous. It's a high possibility.
0: It's a real possibility. Mm -hmm. The conference is going to be cheering for Utah to win this game. I
2: like how the, the Big Ten's like, nope, we're going to change and adjust everything. So what do you need, Ohio State? <laughs> <laughs> and back to like, screw you, Colorado. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's
0: kind of the same thing. They just want USC in there and not Colorado. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. so, okay.
2: Well, flip-flop the roles and, and you know that it, USC would be given the opportunity.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure.
2: And that USC-Colorado game was
0: USC's fault. It, wasn't it was canceled, yeah.
3: yeah. And it was USC's fault.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's nobody's fault, but it was because of tests, positive yeah. tests with USC.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's on
2: USC's end. Yes. It's their fault.
0: Yes.
1: So, and you're, saying, so you're saying that USC, if USC wins, beats UCLA, yes. they go to the conference championship game. And play a one or two lost team out of the north. Yeah. Yeah. And, you, and your preference would be Colorado Wait. and USC. Oh, gotcha. To play for a conference championship. I see what you're saying.
2: Ditch the North. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Ditch the North. In a year like this.
2: How can anybody see otherwise? Like, how can anybody look at that and say, no, you know what? We we need to just give the North a shot. Like, your two best teams uh, record-wise. And, you know, we'll we'll see. I mean, I think think at this point I think Colorado gets the win over Utah. And if they do – that's a more impressive win than I think the win over UCLA.
1: You do? I do. You're picking that Colorado win?
2: Hm. I don't Yeah, I just feel like this is a tough matchup. I think they're going to eat up some clock and
0: and they've got all the momentum too. They got the momentum. They got stuff to play for. Head to head Colorado
2: USC. Uh boy. Uh Colorado Really, uh, I think USC's a poser. Colorado's
0: the more physical team, that's for sure.
2: Mm-hmm. But but even if we have to pause, that tells you that uh, how how bad. No, Utah could they could play spoiler, and as Lloyd has mentioned a uh, hundred times, that would fit the Pac-12. You know, prototype this year. Either Colorado wet in the bed or, or Utah rising up and doing something that wasn't expected. Yeah, we could totally see that. Oh, what, is, mm. what does Vegas say on this one, Scotty? Who do they favor? Ooh. Who's Vegas favoring? And, and Isn't this it is this a
1: minus three
0: Colorado?
2: This is in Boulder. Yeah. Oh, so it, it, then it was just a pick you think?
0: I don't know. I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. I'm not sure on that one.
2: Gotta imagine that Colorado's a favorite in this game.
0: I would think they're a favorite. I don't think it's.
1: I can't remember it being a massive number. But yeah, you're right. The Big Ten would, would just say. Colorado favorite by sort yeah. minus
2: two. Yep. Is that what you got? Yeah.
1: Two points, Colorado. So essentially, a pick 'em. Yeah, I I think it's a good matchup. I I think it's a seventeen fourteen sort of game, and I don't. I'm going to lean toward Utah, but but I, I think you could probably put either of those teams <laughs> on the win on this one, and and I do think that USC Colorado is so USC Colorado is a more compelling matchup than USC Washington or USC Oregon. I would think so.
2: Mm.
0: I mean, well okay. oh. I mean, That's okay, so are you looking for TV numbers? Are you looking for quality of a game? No, game. Okay. Quality of game. Then yes. Yeah. Yeah, then I, I would I would I would take that.
2: USC does have the more impressive wins. Arizona State, Utah, Arizona, and Washington State. I do think that their wins are more impressive than Colorado's wins.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just it's going to be USC and someone from the north.
2: Here's Colorado wins. They've got UCLA, Stanford, San Diego State, and Arizona.
1: Yeah. Stanford, that, you know, with Stanford beating Washington a week ago, that's that now becomes a pretty good win.
2: What do you think the chances are that uh, Utah beats Colorado Saturday morning?
1: I think they're good. I think it at this point I feel like it's a toss-up. Th- that game is kind of a toss-up. I don't, I, don't, I don't know that I necessarily give one team the advantage over the other team. I think they're very similar football teams.
2: You know, uh, what I've kind of gained through this whole Utah preview show, and the thing, it just is hanging in the back of my mind. I'm just hoping that there isn't any type of relationship fracture between Kyle (laughs) Whittingham and Andy Ludwig. I I, I really, I truly hope there isn't. You're
1: making me a little anxious about that because you have your finger on the pulse. And so when you say things like that, it it makes me feel like maybe you – know something that a lot of the rest of us aren't privy to and i know the comments from coach whittingham have been very pointed directed at the offensive side of the football and i i don't know i
2: just it would be a shame
1: a a little shocking
2: it'd be a shame because andy ludwig's the perfect fit andy ludwig is the right coordinator do you think that there's another coordinator in this country that is a better fit than Andy Ludwig with Kyle Whittingham? Oh, at the with U Kyle U. Whittingham? With is Kyle that, Whittingham. No, because
0: that <laughs> not, it takes a special OC to be. And this isn't a knock on Kyle. Not at just, all. But you see the laundry list of OCs that have come through there. It takes a special person to be able to work with Kyle as an OC. I think there was only two guys that have been able to do it uh, at, a, at a high level, and that's Norm Chow and Andy Ludwig.
2: Right, because uh, Aaron Roderick was kind of bumped around and had yeah. some decisions Would it, to make. Then
0: get it and get demoted, and then get it again. And how about Lane Kiffin, Jim know, Lane and Kyle with Coach Whittingham? <laughs> Jim Harding had it
2: for a minute. Uh, Brian Johnson had it for Dave a minute. Dave
0: Christensen, er- Eric Troy
2: Taylor, who was the old Miami coach, Erickson.
0: Yeah, that's true.
2: Coach Erickson had it for a minute.
1: Yeah, I was hopeful for that one too.
2: So I just feel like he's the right fit. And it's not. this was not Andy Ludwig's fault. Frank, you might be onto something. I think Kyle and Andy had to look at this and say, you know what, we're not going to put this on the kids. We're going we're to go ahead and take this. Because they wouldn't have gotten anything out of this by saying, hey, look, we don't feel like Bentley's the right guy. This isn't Bentley's fault. Now, there's, to a large degree, they have to look at each other and say, so this is what we end up, ended up with. This is, we got ourselves to this point. Mm-hmm. So however this works out, we're going to take the blame for this. Mm-hmm. But I just hope that that relationship doesn't fracture the right quarterback in this offense right now, this, they would be three and zero if they had the right quarterback in this offense.
1: Y- yeah. I, and I'm not I, even I, saying
2: you need a Trask or a Wilson or a, any one of these.
1: I, I'm yeah. I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. Uh,
2: you're up uh, but twenty-one I, when, to nothing. All you gotta do is just follow through with the momentum. When, when,
1: when Coach Whittingham hired Andy Ludwig, uh, and then, and then he went through his first year with with Huntley. I think a lot of us felt like, finally, yeah. he's finally he finally got the guy. He finally found the guy who understands the culture of Utah football and what he has available and the talent and the personnel and he's going to utilize all that. He's going to maximize the talent. So I, I just would be shocked if there, if after that one very successful year last year for it to completely flip under the circumstances that everybody's facing this year. So I, I, I don't know. I I would be very, very surprised. I mean, I'm not saying that there's not an argument between the two about play calling at certain points of the game, but, but, but to see a fracture in the relationship at this point—not even two years in—yeah, after a highly successful year, one just last year—that that seems
2: extraordinary to me. Can you guys remember in the past? coach Whittingham being vocal about the offense being vanilla or slow or being an issue like pointing it out specifically after especially after a win that was a win that we got these comments
0: I I can't remember but Kyle's an emotional guy and he just saw three straight three Three straight three and outs and and just and and walking off the field knowing that your defense had to bail you out because your offense just let you down. And that's the first thing in your mind, and somebody put a mic right in front of you, and that's, that's what's going through your head right at that moment. So I think he probably thinks a little differently now than he did Saturday night at 1030 or whenever he, it was. But
1: he has been doing this for a long time.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's been in this situation before with this football team. Not this particular, but with his football program. Yeah. I can't, I'm, you know, I'm looking back to, there. there you know, when Aaron Rod Roderick was the offensive coordinator, there was lots of talk about got to be better in the throw game. Got to be better in the throw game. And the red zone. Got to be better in the throw game. And what we've. And the red zone. <laughs> yes. What we've, I think we've come to learn about that whole thing is that, you know, some of that stuff the lack of creativity was being directed. So so Coach Roderick didn't necessarily have free reign to throw the ball downfield or or whatever. So I I don't know. I, I it I, I, I'm kind of hoping it's a little bit of a shell game that that Coach Whittingham is throwing at us right now. That it's a weird year. We're young. We're not playing as well as we Need to. We can be better, um, and so the way that we get better is we coach them up, and we're going to put it directly on the coaches. It's it's not execution based. It's play calling based and lack of coaching based. That's why we're not being as successful on the offensive
0: side. One final segment coming up next, and then we'll wrap things up. Get you ready for the big show straight ahead here on the Zone Sports Network.
3: <laughs> Number one. In the Zone Sports Network.
0: Hanson Scotty 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. That Frank is Dolce with us. Inspirational. I feel like I want to
1: stand up and clap every time I hear that song. Like, mm. Mm. I hear that song and I'm ready to go. <laughs> not that way. But I'm ready.
2: Let's like, go. Like, let's <laughs> take the field.
1: Uh. <laughs> you know what? I do not denigrate your fight songs at all. You not I've, at
2: all. I've heard you make fun of Scott. Yes, I've heard you make You've fun of the, fun Utah, of the State Utah State one. Win. Yes. Uh, win. Last year about Every this time. time it goes that up is, against anybody in college. That competition
1: is not true at all. This is complete false fake news. What you guys have just said, I have never done that. Uh, don't. Yep. Not, <laughs> I have never done. done that.
0: Okay.
2: I That's th- true. I think you have.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you have. Okay. Give me the evidence.
2: Uh, I think you said it sounds like a drunk Willie Nelson wrote that. I, I think were your exact words.
1: Listen, Hans. People unknowingly believe the things that you say. Drunk or blazed? No, I think it was. Um, here we go. Yeah. And you too, Scotty. This is irresponsible of both of you. You know that I did. I've never said anything negative about either fight song. You said it was Glenn Miller on crack. <laughs> I don't even. I wouldn't even be creative enough to say something like that. Kyle Whittingham would say about my commentary on your two fight songs is it's vanilla. (laughs) 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 All right, final score. How does this game play out? I still think it's a 17-14 affair. I like the matchup. I'm really excited about this game. Like I, I think this is a good old Smash Mouth. Win the battle at the line of scrimmage. You're going to have to get some gritty quarterback play. Somebody's going to have to make a play in the game, and certainly turnovers will be a, will play a, play a role in it. I'm going to lean toward the Utes, and I'm going to go with a 17-14 victory in Boulder
0: to get the Utes to 500. I'm going to say 28-24 Colorado.
2: Hands. I think uh, <clears throat> I think 2013 Colorado.
1: What did you pick BYU Coastal Carolina?
2: Um uh let's see. I I'll have to pull it up. I I had I had BYU winning by I think 17 points? 20 okay. points?
1: Okay, so you have a history of making bad predictions. Perfect. Well, maybe, with that, maybe we <laughs> <laughs> Utah pregame show at 9 yep. have, o'clock, have Saturday morning. morning.
2: Oh, that's for sure.
0: Hey, uh, missed a few.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wrapping things up, hands here at Larry H. Miller Used Car Supermarket. Can I ask Scotty one question before well, you do that? We're up against it.
1: <laughs> you can answer quickly. Utah State, Colorado State. I'm feeling the Aggies are going to go to Fort Collins and get a, get a win. I really Is it possible? Oh, yeah, absolutely it's okay. possible. Okay, go Aggies. Go Aggies.
2: And go Larry H. Miller Used Car Supermarket. LHMusedCars.com, the best inventory in the state of Utah. They're number six in the country. These guys do it all, and they've put in some great promotions to help you along through this amazingly difficult time. They're going to give you a chance to have a vehicle with no car payment for six months. You can go 72 months, no interest. Just get into the big green buildings where they're saving you thousands upon thousands. Let the managers know that you listen to Hanson Scotty. Take advantage of their great deals. Number one in trade and value as well. That's Larry H. Miller, Used Car Supermarket.
0: Big show next, 97.5, 1280 The Zone.